1: learn more at marines.com from the fifth quarter studios in madison wisconsin
0: you're listening to coach unplugged and now your host steve collins hey coach uh welcome to the podcast today before we jump in i would like to give a big shout out to our sponsors first of all dr dish the number one shooting machine on the market bar none. They are awesome. They rock. Uh, Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Um, those machines are sturdy. They, they will not break down. They were like my old explorer. They run, 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 run. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's your one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Um, it's unlike anything out there. You know, you can join all these other courses, but I am guarantee you don't get their cell phone number. You don't get one-on-one calls. You don't get, you know, hey, Tuesday, I need to call with you um that's what teach makes teachhoops.com different we have everything you need to become a better basketball coach doesn't matter if you youth doesn't matter if you're high school doesn't matter if you're college we're here to help we're here to mentor you through this great journey we call coaching all right let's head off to the podcast all right welcome to coach unplugged not sure what not sure what uh episode this is going to be coach but it's going to be God, I've done like so many of these. Um, anyway, so otherwise, I'll start talking about how many podcasts I've done. So, uh, Coach, I'm going to have you introduce yourself. Um, we were just talking about how hot it is um, before we came on the air, uh, and then I'm going to have you tell your basketball journey—kind of where you played, you know, how you got into coaching, where you're coaching now, all of those kind of things. Um, so the listeners kind of know um, before we start talking about some specific things, and then I I start asking you questions. So. Um, it's all yours.
1: Um, I'm Coach Will Bryson. Um, uh, currently, the head boys basketball coach at Mingo Valley Christian in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, re- relatively, a school of about 330 students, K through 12. So they're not a very big school. Well, um, so how do
0: divisions work in Oklahoma? I always ask this because everybody is so different.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we we have the Oklahoma Secondary Schools Athletic Association, which is the the state association. So they have class. For basketball, I got class B all the way up to 6A. 6A is our top classification. Um, I think our largest school in Oklahoma is about 20 – no, about 3,200 3, students. Okay. Um, and that, that that one's located in Oklahoma City area, Mustang – I mean, Yukon High School. And then uh, here in Tulsa, we got one that's about 3,150, and it's called Broken Arrow. Okay. Um uh, So they're they're kind of the top if you just want to do it. So our school will probably be classified as Class A, but we're not in a state association. Um, We're in an association called the Heartland Christian Athletic Association. So we have teams made up of about three states, Missouri, uh, Arkansas, Kansas, kind of bordering states here in the Heartland area. Okay. Um, So uh, like Sunrise, you've ever heard of Sunrise Christian, Mm-hmm. So they're a B team, not their travel team, the one, not the one that gets all the D one. They're they're in our association. Um, uh Providence Academy, Lawton Christian. So like just kind of a wide range of,
0: of And teams. is there like a board of directors and everything that decides those rules?
1: Yes, yes. Okay. So we we don't really go by state rules at all, like for the most part. I mean, we do we we follow NFHS. Um Right. Mostly, but there's no, like, governing. Well, there's some rules as far as recruiting goes, but you, you could probably do a little bit of recruiting. I try to – because we're, we're planning on moving to the State Association. Okay. Uh, within the next several years, so I try to stick, stick as close to um, – Their rules. Their rules yeah. as possible. That way I don't have to readjust. Right. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> – right. and plus, we're a very tough academic school. Um, our, our, our GPA – I mean, our ACT, average ACT score of our school last year was 27. Uh huh, so that's
0: good that's good uh,
1: yeah uh, so you know just going out and going get anybody is kind well, of well
0: i mean that's the crazy like yeah my son's going to middlebury which the average act is 33 at middlebury yeah. and yeah. it's like i talked to i've talked to all the coaches in that a lot of the coaches in that league and it's like who can go your your pyramid of who can actually play and yeah. who can actually get in yeah it's like it's like the ivy league can only recruit like you know harvard's competing with stanford like mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah, there's there's only so many kids that can get into Harvard and get into Stanford and play hoops. You yeah. know, there's like so I I, I, I have a here.
1: lot of I have a lot of connections, but I'm like, at the, my first question is, can they do the schoolwork? Because <laughs> right, right, uh, are you a student? Yeah, do that, do that. Yeah. So, um, but that's kind of how it breaks down. So in the ACA, we got three A, which we we're the large that's the largest school, so we're that's where we're at. And then you got a two A, then you got a one A.
0: Okay. And so okay. there's about
1: 60. God, what's a one A?
0: Like hundred kids?
1: Um, Thirty? Lower, lower than that? <laughs> yeah, uh, for their whole school. Yeah,
0: me and my garage kind of thing. You know. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's and the, the it's not a bad association at all. Um, and we get to we get to really be creative with our schedule. Um, so uh, it, it makes so I could play school from the Oklahoma Secondary School Athletic Association. And we play most of our games are through that. Um, but it gives us ride wings to go play somebody in Arkansas or Kansas or Missouri and travel a little bit. So um, it's, it's a nice little dynamic that I like to um, do whenever we're making our schedule. So oh, that's nice. Um, okay. So go ahead.
0: I didn't mean to get you off your, your oh, you're good. sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, I've been married for a little bit over a year. Uh, we celebrate our one year anniversary on June 22nd. So uh, my, me and my wife met at OU, uh, the university of Oklahoma, where, um, I was working for the basketball team at the time. Uh,
0: well, first of all, congratulations! Today's my anniversary. Today. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, I just I just saw my wife when I was getting something to drink between things. So twenty-two years. Uh, so shout out to Maya. Uh, yeah. Even though this won't go up on our anniversary. Uh, yeah. So you've only been a head coach. She did she know you when you weren't a head coach?
1: Yeah. Um, okay. We met. We met at 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 OU about. Probably in 2013, and okay. kind of we friends. Okay, and then um, in between, me decided to take a job here, um, and my last year working at OU, um, we we decided to start dating. So okay, uh, so she went through a little bit of the ride whenever I was a GA at OU. Um, so all the traveling and all that and, and the stuff. busy
0: that's the that that was where i was getting to because like my wife's only known me as a head coach so yeah it's like she's only known me busy like she's never yeah. known me the not busy so it's good yeah yeah
1: and, and i'm a little bit busy i'm, I'm still busy now because uh, i do a little bit of aau and i do skill development training in the area right. so i mean my, my busy but I'm, I'm home every night where at, at, at ou uh, that wasn't the case All the time. that's what i tell the
0: young guys it's like I I had some opportunities, but it's like seriously, I want to see my kids grow up. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you I, go that other
0: route, like you are like whole, you're gonna put some time. You you know,
1: I, I get asked all the time, would you ever go back to to the D one level? And I tell them no. I was like any I A D two something like that um, will probably be on my my future alley maybe. But I'm like I love high school because I I, I can be just as busy, but. I can also be home at a decent hour every night, so uh, it's kind of I, I can pick and choose that. I don't I don't have anybody else telling me what I need to do. So uh, that that's kind of the 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 gist of where I'm at as far as you know moving up,
0: you know, right.
1: all that. So, um, but prior to OU, I um, I played a little bit of basketball. Um, I, I, play, I I signed out of high school to Langston University. Uh, which is a historically black college here in in Oklahoma. Um, Didn't quite fall in love with the game right out of high school, so I kind of just faded out. Uh, And then my grandfather, I found out he had cancer, and so I kind of moved back closer to Oklahoma City and uh, walked on at Oklahoma Christian University, kind of played a little JV, um, but I was still kind of going through taking care of him. Right. So I just kind of – and that that was when I played for Dan Hayes. And so so he let me kind of just hang around and practice and be around the team and stuff like that while I was trying to figure things out. Then I took a year off of school after my grandfather passed away and then um, went back to Oklahoma Christian to kind of get my grades up. And Dan Hayes was like – you you do the, you you need to get into coaching. I, you love the game. You got to figure out. I think you like right now. Like we don't have a way for you to fit into our system or anything like that. Right. Um, so I kind of just worked and went to practices and stuff like that. But he always kind of egged me to push into coaching. And so whenever Lon Kruger got the job at OU, um, I called up there because I I got my GPA back up high enough to transfer. Right. Um. And it was he was looking for managers, and there was probably about four managers at the time. And um, went in for an interview and got hired on. Um, and so um, did that for two years. Took a little bit of a went and coached football for a little What'd bit. What'd you learn in that process?
0: Uh, oh, and at being a manager, or just yeah, for being it? a manager because um, I haven't had a lot of people that have gone that route. I that intrigues me.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, you get a you get a little bit of everything as a manager you you go from you know cleaning people's jock straps and, and uniforms and sweaty uh, sweaty like stuff yeah to, you know getting a chance to dabble in some video um coordinating and uh running basketball camps because I mean I mean you have a you have a manager director I mean you have a camp director but really as a manager you're you're doing all the scheduling and you're doing all of this. So it was actually a really broad, at least how OU ran. Yeah, OU. I think, I mean,
0: that's what I've heard. I've heard it's a, it's a wide, yeah. yeah. It's a wide range of things that occur when you do that. Yeah.
1: So, so for example, I, I like three of my friends, one, one, one of the, well, one of the managers that my first year he's head of sports, um, you know, uh, the Olympic sports management, like for like gear. And stuff like that uh at Stanford, and then I'm a high school basketball coach off of that same team, and then we got another high school basketball coach, and then we got one uh guy that he is now in leadership in business so okay um we 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 had a ride arrange, range and so and the second year we had more guys and a lot of those guys are. One was a JUCO assistant coach last year here uh, in Texas and uh, a couple more high school guys that that kind of just got out and went, you know, the, the high school coaching route. So right. it, it can range from – it It just depends on what your experience is and what you want to do. Um, uh, I, I kind of got in and I wanted to be a, an equipment manager. That was my first, like, gig. And then, like, I had people be like, I, I think you can really coach if you put your mind to it. But I just kind of brushed them off, and 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 that's kind of after I graduated my man, like from my, my undergrad, that's why I got out and uh, worked for the Department of Human Services um, here in Oklahoma, in there in Oklahoma City area, and I coached football for okay. a year. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, <laughs> uh, so I dabbled in some things, and then uh, I got a call back and said that uh, we we have a GA opening. Uh, we, we think you'll be, you know, qualified for it. And so I went back and got my master's and, and, uh, really kind of attacked that for, for a couple of years. Uh, right. so, and that and that had a little, that had some experiences, you know, that was way different than me being a manager. So, um, so you get to sit in the coaches meetings now, uh, pick the brain, you're, you're doing a lot of recruiting um sending out mailers looking at film breaking out film with the coaches sending them to the coach so they can you're know, moving like, up
0: the pyramid is basically what i yeah. refer to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So managers so, managers are definitely at the bottom of the pyramid yeah yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah and so i got to be a ga and so um so kind of kind of right after that um right after my ga uh, i was 2015 2016 17 so like being around the final 14 that went there and we got, we got our, our, you know, we got beat really bad by Villanova that year. You uh, <laughs> <It> did. <laughs> um, and we, and then we lost Buddy and, and that trio of guys, Buddy Hilton, that trio of guys. Um then we didn't really have a great 2017 year, but we ended up, uh, before I left, we ended up signing Trey Young. Right. Uh, so uh, then they had a really good, Solid season that kind of fizzled out, you know, at the end. But um, still, you know, you have you, you come through, and you got two top, you know, ten draft picks in, in consecutive years. So right, um, and I stay pretty close to the program now, and and, and they're they're going to have a really good year again next year. But um, I actually went up to we went to Madison, Wisconsin, um, my last year there in 2017, and we lost to the the Ethan Happen. And, um, okay. Uh, we, it was a close first half. I think we led at halftime. And then Wisconsin, like, they had one of them, you know, crazy runs that they have in that arena.
0: And they just grind you, too. Yeah. They're just going to grind yeah. you. Yep.
1: And they scored 91 points in that game. That was how bad our defense was. Because that team really couldn't score that well. Uh, <laughs>
0: right.
1: Uh, but. That's uh, a
0: lot of points for a Badger team, 91. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah we lost, like, 91-71 or something like that. So, uh, but. Um, but we, I learned a lot from that, but how, how I got into the job right now. Um, so we had an assistant coach, Steve Henson, who played at, who played for Coach Kruger when he was the head coach of Kansas State. And he spent some time up in the, for the Milwaukee Bucks, um, playing, um, um he took the job at University of Texas San Antonio and, uh, he took one of his uh, assistant coach Thompson, who was our video coordinator. He took him down to be his assistant coach at UTSA. And so, after that 2017 year, he had been there for a year. And I got a call from Coach Thompson, and uh, he was like, "There's a a guy I used to work for in Tampa, Florida, at the school I used to work down there, and at um I think I think it's Cambridge, I want to say Cambridge." Okay. Uh, Tampa, Florida. Yeah. He, like he took the job in in Tulsa, and he's looking for a a basketball coach, uh, someone to lead his program, because the school had never had really a they've had a parent that that coached, or you know, an old school like sixty some seventy or some year old guy kind of leading the program, and he really couldn't put a lot of effort into it. And I was kind of in a process of trying to go find you know D1 jobs, whether it was d Dobo or. Um, manager or video coordinator. So I was in the process of doing that. And so I went and interviewed and, and he was like, if you take care of my kids, I'll take care of you. And, 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 you know, we had very little talent my first year, but I was like, if you can give me the resources and then I can, I can help build a, a build a, the ship,
0: build the ship, baby. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So uh, it was really intriguing and, and and I, and I, and I, I kind of look back at it right now. I don't think I was quite ready. To jump to to the college game, I, I you you got to learn the game first. Like you got to learn the business aspect of it. Yeah, um,
0: it's, and uh, it's at every level. It's at every yeah. level. It's not even the D threes have changed, man. Like yeah, it has. Oh, like uh, the D one guys are popping down to D three now.
1: Yeah, they are. Uh, actually, one of my mentors, um, Chris Crutchfield, he was the uh, associate head coach or the second, no associate head coach at Arkansas this past year. From Muslim and he took a D two job here in Oklahoma. Uh, I mean, just for the simple fact that I mean, he's a great coach, great recruiter. He's one that was the main recruiter on Buddy and right. uh, and Trey and, and and the slew of guys that got to Arkansas. He was he was right at the top of top of that, and Arkansas had a top I think a top ten recruiting class this year for basketball. Right. Right. So, um, I mean, the the game has kind of changed. And so I was like, well, if I can learn how to run my own program and stuff like that, I think I'll be at the head of the curve or or at least trending that way. And so that's, that's kind of what I'm doing now.
0: I love that. I love that. I love that. I kind of have that journey. Um, so let's talk, uh, you know, you and I were talking before we came on. Let's talk a little bit about Dribble Drive because you had sent me some stuff on Dribble Drive. So why do you like the Dribble Drive? Um, I, I
1: like the Dribble Drive more because it, it teaches the game – and you you don't necessarily have play is you can put you can make it a continuity which is, is basically what it is um uh but it, it just kind of helps the kids attack more make decision so if you're coming off an attack off of a dribble handoff you can do a ball screen to to get that person down so you can screen and roll pick and pop um you can get to the paint like i put a big emphasis on paint touches you know, so if you do a paint touch, you gotta look up and see if, if the corner, you know, man, if his man is kind of coming in to help you um stop, you can dump down, you can kick out. So it, it it really for for high school, um, it it really allows the kids to do a lot of playing and not a lot of thinking. And okay. so um with with a school like mine, where you know the kids you know, are overloaded every day on homework. I don't know. <laughs> you know, when you're it.
0: dealing with smart kids too, sometimes it's like, they can think too much.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, and whenever I got there, we, we, I mean, my tallest kid last year was six, two, maybe six, three. Um, we're, we're not very big. So like, do you always run it with a post or do you run drill drive with five hours? Um, the, last year I had a, I had a kid that, that was more primarily a post kid. Okay. Um, Um, now he's six one, but like the previous regime, they only taught him how to be a post because I mean, obviously, so now I'm I'm trying to get out of that. Um, but we, we will, we, we can, we run some things where we can have an empty post. So like, if you want to get out of the post, you go set a ball screen. Uh, so, um, there, there there'll all be somebody in there, but it can be an empty set. It can be an empty post set. So, um, it, it just kind of depends on what that, what that student athlete wants to do at that point in time. Is he reading it? Is he, you know, being active? Is he just kind of just standing around? Uh, but mo- mostly all of our, we go four, I went in. Um, but last year I had four really good guards. So right. we, were, we were hard to guard. Uh, even if you were bigger than us. Right. Uh, we, we had three games. No, we had four games and we made over 12 threes. Um, well, you can you know, shoot threes and drive, man. you're like, yeah, and we had one Part guy, we had band. one kid, his name is Nathan. Um, he he might try to walk on to Oklahoma Baptist University, which is a D2 here. Um, he had a 16.6 points per game, but he was a very good slasher, and he was also a very good decision maker. Right. So we, we had two guys on the court that shot over 40% from three. Uh, so um, it, it was, if we could get downhill and we, you know, empty out those wings, those corner threes. Because I, mean, I think as for the year, I think we shot forty-eight percent from the corner, or and then I think that dipped a little bit to about forty-one percent uh, from the wings. So um, we we put a lot of emphasis on getting to the paint. You either get a layup or you kick it out to one of our our really good three-point shooters. So um, that may look a little bit different this year because I'm only returning. Um, I lost. We we averaged sixty points a game, and I I lost. Pretty much all of that <laughs> I tell I tell coaches
0: that's a big statistic like yeah. re, points returning yeah is, is I, I look at that from a conference standpoint even it's like okay, so who's gonna be good next year and uh, you can really you can tell a lot by points returning like yeah. it, it's not a perfect science, but it's a, <laughs> it's one of those statistics that I have seen over time. Mm-hmm. that those tend if nothing else they tend to be the competitive ones before the turn you know before yeah. the first of the year yep. have, that means they have experience they have guys that have can play they know the
1: style yada 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 um yeah. So yeah, having, we, okay. we only returned about 16 i think we only returned about 16 so i, I got one of my leading scores back he was a starter last year he's Averaging twelve, and I got my leading rebounder back, but he he averaged four points and six rebounds. So I do have some something to build around. But um, we're we're as a team, we only got two seniors, two juniors, a plethora of sophomores, and a plethora of freshmen. So uh, it, it'll be a little bit different um, coming coming this year. So we 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 our tempo may not be as fast. Um, we we average. I think right around zero point nine one points per possession, which um, for high school is pretty solid. <laughs> um, I think the national average is like seven zero point seven five or six. Yeah. Um, so so I, and we average only thirteen point one turnovers per game. Okay. Which for high school is kind of unheard of. Right. Um, I think the national average is somewhere around seventeen or eighteen.
0: Yeah, turnovers uh, are killers, uh, man. I hate turnovers.
1: Yeah. And and that's one thing I I try to like I try to tell my kids. I'm like, we're not overly, at, overly athletic. So you you have to put more of a premium on taking care of the ball. uh could if you do that we'll be in every game because i'm like we just well,
0: shoot her. I, and here you want to hear something here's what i tell them it's a, every time you turn the ball over it's a six point turnaround on the yeah, scoreboard yeah. mm-hmm. because it's three points you can score Yeah. and three points they can score so mm-hmm. let's say you don't score and then they score it's a six point turnaround yep. every time you turn the ball over yep. we don't even have a shot to get those three points so yeah. <laughs> um you gotta be yeah it's, it's one of those things uh so you sent me some drills and entries. What, what were those as far as the dribble drive? Are those things that you specifically
1: do? Um, we, we, we try to do a little bit of we, – we won't do all of them, but we'll, we'll touch on some of them throughout the year because it just, it just depends on what, what my emphasis are for this year. So, like, we won't do the same. We might take one or two of those drills and okay. implement it this year, but I may look at that group and be like, well, this is what I want to emphasize this year. Okay, so, that, so that,
0: that, that, that dives me into a question about the dribble drive. So, do, do you, first of all, do you run it in your entire system? Does your entire program run it every freshman to varsity? Uh, yes, yes. Okay.
1: okay um, so. Which right now, we, we pretty much just got a JV and a varsity. So, I, I got 18 total kids. So, I, I pretty much put them up 9-9 nine, nine or 10-8. Right.
0: So, they all run it. So, that's the first thing. They, so, they, then we all
1: practice together, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, how, then how do you implement – how do you implement that as far as practice goes? Like, how many of them know how to do it when they? I mean, I know you said how many returns you have next year, but how long does it take you to feel like you're running it? And how do you implement it?
1: I, I'll kind of, I'll kind of take it off of last year's team. We had a way more, you know, balanced team. I, I, I kind of married it last year. Uh, I dabbled in it a little bit my first year because my first year we went ten and fourteen, and we did not have any type of good team at all what
0: did you do um, the first year
1: uh we we I, I literally did not put in any set plays at all okay I gave them concepts um if 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 a person drives to the basket will we'll, we have one person filling up to the top uh one person you know standing in the wing post guys you're, you're on the backside for a few misses of the layup you get a, a rebound um, but we try to get more out in transition. So we, we, we run Carolina break okay. a lot. And so if we came out of Carolina break and we didn't get a, a basket, we, we'll kind of go and run into a drag screen. And you pick and roll and you pass and we'll keep going. Um, so we, we, I really didn't put in anything because that those kids, they, they – they, first of all, they had been beaten down a little bit before I got there. Right. And so uh, I really had to, like, really co- reconstruct their mind like, be confident in what you do. Oh, um,
0: people underestimate that with, with building a program. It's like, it's so important, especially when you come into, I mean, like I came into a losing program too. And it's like, it is like, you got to like nuke it. Like
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> you, yeah. you, gotta like re it's almost like putting them in um, a, a reprogramming camp. Like you gotta get like, you, we got to forget all about that. Cause mm-hmm. we ain't doing that. Like we ain't yeah. losing. Like that's not the way we do things. I know yeah. it's so hard.
1: Yeah, we 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 pressed a lot um, and junked the game up a little bit. So so I, I kind of tried to reinvent the wheel there. But we we were more if we, if we ran a half court set, it was either concept or we ran the flex offense. Right. Um, and so flex is a
0: nice offense to start with. I have no problem. Yeah. I mean, I won state titles. Wesley, freaking, he's an NBA guy. I ran with an NBA guy. You can run that. It's it's not a bad it's not a bad offense in spurts. I agree. Mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's
1: easily, if you can find some counters for it um, and some, some different ways to kind of get into it, then it's not as easy to stop once you get in the fourth quarter, you know, and that's right. kind of what, uh, that's kind of what kind of tempered us from winning a little bit more games is when we get to the fourth quarter, everybody knew what we were doing. So, um, so as a coach, I just kind of had to go back. It was like, I need to find something that I can adjust and, and keep, keep moving the wheel. so, my second year um i kind of implemented it just but not like in a way you know that it was still you know school wide i kind of more so like you pass you cut right you know, the way if if you can get a ball screen to get out you get it out so we right. did ran, ran mainly in motion and then i found out that one of my kids is really good at at dribble driving okay. getting baskets so I started the second uh during Christmas break of twenty eighteen going into nineteen. I watched a lot of Kentucky. Okay. I watched a lot of Memphis. And I watched a lot of um and, and even OU, we, we we run some types of dribble drive concepts. Um, uh, because uh but we also run a lot of sevens and at OU we ran a lot of sevens and eights, so like high ball screens. Right. From the seven, from the slot. Right. Yep. So, yep. And, and that created a dribble drive uh option. And then you had a guy creep up in the corner. So we cut OU, we put a lot of emphasis on paint touches. Paint touches driving kick. Uh, so I, I kind of put that in there. I was like, I think this will work with my with my four guards. And so I, I kind of started to navigate towards that kind of the, the the winter of 2018. So I
0: love that because I think what you did, that, and that's why I tell some of the young, you, you adjusted. Like you got to adjust to what you got in front of you.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? and, and I had a I had a, a couple more kids that knew how to play, um, which was which was key, you know. And I didn't have that my first year, and I, I luckily I had a couple move ins um that 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 really you know and one of the movements he's going to go he's trying to go play college basketball against Wesleyan which is our school's very first college signee um and then I got one more that's just kind of trying to make a late decision now um you know as, it's it's a know,
0: tough time and, to be recruited right now man it is
1: very it's very oh. um
0: oh I've never seen anything like it like
1: yeah it's it's unprecedented because uh I, and, and really, truthfully, with with all the and I'm, I know I'm going off subject. Um, really and truthfully, with all of the the test scores going null and void and all of that, it, it really is like it's a it's a dog dog world because those kids that may not have qualified now qualify, and so like the ones that you know may have had that chance to sleep in the back door, you're having all these NEI schools and even some some NCCAAs getting kids that probably wouldn't have qualified to go there had they you know yeah it will be interesting how that falls out too yeah like yeah so i try to tell all my kids i'm like you need to like if a coach is looking at you you need to jump on that because right now it's it's not really you know everybody is it's free game and
0: i don't know what these guys are going to do because they're not seeing as much film they're not seeing they've been basically shut down for the summer yep and that, and that's
1: one thing and, and and as a little bit of an AU coach and having some experience with recruiting, like I, I try to send as much film on my kids as possible. And and really you, you know, you when you're recruiting, like college coaches really only got time to look at about a minute worth of film. But right. I was, don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> but right now, like because everybody's sitting at home and, and all that, um I I, I kind of put more like three or four minute film together because I was sure. like I wanna see them like I'm I'm putting their defensive highlights in there I'm putting, you know, them catching, shooting, them dribbling, them, them screwing at the basket. Then like, if, how did they do against a really athletic kid? Cause you can, you can tell if a kid is athletic on film for the most right. part. Uh, so I try, I try to be a little bit more, you know, vibracious in sending information out to coaches. So um, I, I try to play the game a little bit too uh, on that. And that's how one of my kids got recruited. Um, they saw him a couple years ago, but, they need. He said he need to get a little bit more athletic, so we worked on that a lot during the offseason. And so, and he. It's had all really, who you can
0: defend. I'm yeah. telling you, man. The difference between a th- D3 kid and a D2 kid and a D2 oh, kid okay. and a D1 kid. Can you? Can I stop you? Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: and, and that's what I told them. Because they can all
0: By that point, if you're talking D1, you mm-hmm. have the skill set yeah. to score, to dribble, to you probably have the strength, you probably have the size. Mm-hmm. But can I stop you? Like yeah. it's that it's that foot speed. It's that vertical, You know, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's some of it. You can't do anything about, and some of it you can. But um, can I
1: and do I want to stop you too? Is part of it. But <laughs> yeah. But so so as far as like me like going to dribble drive, um, we I I really just wanted to to not. And I have a deep playbook. Like I, I, I take stuff from people all the time, but I, I don't like. I, I'm more so if I put anything in, it's more ATOs. Like we'll run this out of timeout. Like so, if if I come out and I feel like we have an advantage off the tip, if we're gonna win the tip, I usually put in like a, a, you know, a tip play. You know, start the game, get a quick like kind of a quick hitter. Yep. Um, but I, I really try not to overload them with information. So. Through our so through our um, through our dribble drive, I kind of put in a lot of like some pistol action um, mixed in with that. So I I can I can adapt my dribble drive to just about anything. Uh, Now this year I'll probably go with two posts. So I'm looking at more pistol actions going into this year because I got three guards and then I got two kids that really aren't that comfortable handling the ball yet which we're working on that but more so like you got two active rollers one one could be a popper one could be a roller and so now you now you have a lot of different actions happening at the same time so um more so just looking at that and if i mean if we get to play i mean i think we'll play somewhat some i don't know if it will be in the fall but it might end up being the spring so <laughs> yeah,
0: it's gonna be interesting I, I i'm yeah i'm not totally convinced of anything as far as I'm-
1: yeah i mean Me neither. I mean, Oklahoma, they're trying to push the wheel a little bit. Um, I mean, our cases aren't as bad as a lot of places, but um, they're kind of like right now they're trying to cartel all this travel for like summer ball um, and try to keep all of our kids in state and and, and at least try to have some fall sports happening. Uh, So – but kind of as I'm getting prepared for my basketball season, I'm trying to figure out different ways, which I've been watching a lot of BYU – uh, lately, because they ran a lot of that like continuity five out with some pistol action. So, I'm probably going to try to go more of a three, kind of a three and two, but not really a traditional three, two, three out, two in. Um, so I've just been playing with it a lot,
0: yeah. And I know you sent a practice plan. So, when do you when do you tend to do offense, defense, and practice, and how do you break that down? Um, more so, I,
1: I kind of go offense first, um, um. So we and it, so we go we go offensive skills first. So like I mentioned, blood twenty two in our drill of the day, blood twenty two, blood twenty three. Right. Uh, we do a lot of dribble handoff, dribble drive, shooting. So like we'll, we'll go dribble. So we we'll go dribble drive hand handoff from the right right wing. So my one will dribble handoff with the two. He'll get downhill, go for a layup, finish at the rim where me and one of my coaches were kind of defending and or putting our hands up and they just finish through. The second time they come through, they do a, uh, they pull up at the nail, or they, they get to the paint, do a floater, or then they get to, you know, the, the, the elbow, do a jumper, and then they'll come off that, dribble handoff, and shoot to three. So we'll do a lot of that, like for, you know, a full progression type thing. Right, um, and then we'll 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 mix in like dribble handoff. So we'll have a three on the other side of the court, and then uh, I, I I forgot my board at at the school, or so I would drop. That's okay. <laughs> um, but you got the one, and you got three on the opposite wing, the left wing. <clears throat> One's kind of in the slot, and the two is in the corner. So what you will do is we'll do kind of kickback. So the one will dribble handoff with the two, get downhill, pretend like somebody stops there, be the uh, coach there, or we'll just Kind of have him. He'll come to a drop step, kick back to the to the three man that kind of lifted from the the mm-hmm. wing to the top of the key, right behind the two makes the pass and gets out to the wing, and right? Or we can develop that into a kick back and then a, a kick out to the three, and the three gets the I mean the two gets the, the shot on the uh, on the opposite wing. Right. So it's just kind of teaching them how to move. Right. And kind of, yeah, and and teaching them that. Once you make a play, you just don't stand there, which yeah. is, a, is a big pet peeve of mine when I watch, you know, basketball, especially like some summer AAU stuff.
0: Oh, God. Like don't want to watch summer AAU. What are you doing, man? Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like four. You might, I tell some of them, you might as well bring a lawn chair. Like, yeah. And just
1: <laughs> lay back and watch because it's mm-hmm. like, there's so
0: much standing. That's yeah, what just drives totally me bonkers. True.
1: Yeah. So, so we try not to, um, to to do any of that, um and probably here in a little bit, I'll probably I can, I can probably share my screen, and I can kind of show you. A little oh yeah, clip. hold
0: on. Let me. I gotta probably let me click on that because I probably have it in school mode. There we go. <laughs> uh, For those of you, I'm a teacher, and Zoom in school mode is like don't share screens because yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I I could probably show you, show you a little, uh, clip of uh, if I could find it. Um, let me see. My internet's kind of being a little slow, but once it once it loads up, then I'll 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 share Okay, it. okay. Um, we 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 put a lot of emphasis on. I mean, late in the year last year, we had a lot of ball screens, like high ball screens from the slot. Okay, um, and that really opened up a lot of things for us uh, because it really put the the defense in a bind a lot of the time. Because especially because we had a really good kid that could really drive, like drive, 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 and then we had three point shooters. But a lot of those three point shooters were getting wide open shots. So, um, so trying to figure out how to how to navigate that this year without, you know, some of those my leading scores. It's going to be a little bit more difficult. I mean, a little bit of a challenge as a coach to kind of get the best out of the kids that didn't get a lot of that that playing time last year. Right,
0: and the thing is, there's nothing better than playing time as far as them at J- Justin. So it's like, I know. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, here, let me. Okay, so let me. I'm I'm finding this clip right now. That's okay. Um, of us, um, can you still see me? Yeah, I can see you. Okay. So, um, yeah,
0: you'll click on the specific share screen thing. As you're doing that, what what would you describe your coaching philosophy as? As you're doing this, so you can do that um, and this at the same time.
1: My 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 coaching philosophy is more. Um, you know, I I I like to, from a from a program standpoint philosophy, I like to treat my kids as if they're adults. Um, I, I, like, uh, I challenge them daily. Um, and, and I want them to be the best man that they can be. Right. Uh, that's first and foremost. Um, but as a, as a coach, my, my philosophy is more so teaching them, I, I want them to teach them how to be leaders of, 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 men. So like when they leave my program and they go to college, like, first and foremost, I want them to be the best human being. Hey, everybody, I hope
0: you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, Steve at steve.tchubes.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachubes.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.